You're listening to The Homeschool Dropout. I'm your host, Mike Roberts. Let's talk about bridging the gap between homeschool and the professional world. Welcome back, listeners. Another episode of The Homeschool Dropout. Today we have Mary Beth Barrett. Welcome to the show, Mary. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. You just got back from a cruise in the Bahamas, I think? Yes. So we were actually supposed to go to Jamaica. That was our main destination, but there was actually a storm. So we didn't get to go there, but we went to some other islands. So (laughs) had you done a cruise before? I've never done a cruise. I did once when I was 16 with my husband's family, but I was sick pretty much the whole time. So (laughs) this was the first cruise I actually enjoy. (laughs) Okay. You, would you recommend it? Oh yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I've heard Carnival's not good. I've only been on the Holland America and that's more of a classy cruise, but I've heard Carnival's more party. So. (laughs) No, I definitely, it definitely has, that brand has that feel where it's just kind of wild party kind of atmosphere. So if you're into that, I think Carnival would be fun, but I've never gotten myself to do a cruise. So I'll have to take a look at that. Okay. Well, Mary, you are homeschooled. And we connected over Instagram. So why don't you just bring the listeners up to speed and myself as well. Tell us about your homeschooling journey and how that went for you. Yeah. So I was was the first one to start homeschooling. My mom started and she kind of just transitioned into it. And we've all been homeschooled. I have seven brothers. So I was the fourth sibling born. And so I just kind of, you know, fell right into the process of being homeschooled with all my other siblings. So you are one of eight and you're the only girl. Yes. Oh my goodness. And and so (laughs) so when did you start homeschooling? Was it right away? Your family was already homeschooling? Yeah. Yeah. So my mom was homeschooling my oldest brother and he is, he's 30 now. So, (laughs) and she's still homeschooling. My youngest brother is seven. So. Wow. So fun. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I grew up in a house full of siblings. (laughs) So right off the bat, you were homeschooled. Yes. Okay. And how did that go? And and actually, where are you from as well? So I'm from Alabama. You can probably tell I'm Southern from my (laughs) accent a little bit. Yeah, it's coming through a little bit. Yeah, it comes through. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I was born and raised in the same town and I've been here my whole life. And actually my husband moved here so I could live close to my family as well. So So all through grade school and high school and junior high, all of it, you were getting your education at home. Yes. How was that? I don't know what your community is like. I don't know what it's like in Alabama. I think I've only been to somewhere near Montgomery, but, and I'm probably saying that wrong too, but I've been to Alabama once. I think that's the right way to say it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So yeah. What was that like in your community? Were there a lot of you homeschooling or did you feel kind of like the one family that was not going to school? So... Actually, there is a pretty good homeschool community where I was raised, and we did all kinds of like social, like my parents did a lot of entertaining. They did proms, they put on proms every year, so I experienced proms, and they would do these like teen nights once a month where all the teenagers would come and hang out. We'd go bowling, we'd go see a movie, or we'd come back and, you know, just play games and such. And so I never felt like I was really missing out on social, anything social. Wow, that's really, I guess, lucky, especially (laughs) because 
you know, not everyone grows up in such a thriving homeschool community. Did your parents kind of start that or did they fall into it? What kind of got them going on that homeschooling journey? So they were, they both went to public school and they just kind of said they wanted to raise their kids differently because you're exposed to so much in public school and exposed to it in the wrong ways. And so they wanted to raise us differently and they wanted to, they essentially wanted to be involved in our lives and teach us instead of the school teaching us and teach us what we want to learn instead of so much stuff, you know, that we learn, but it just kind of goes through our head and we don't really remember it. Okay. So they knew kind of early on that they wanted to homeschool and then this group was kind of just there and it just worked out really well. Well, so (laughs) it's funny. My mom actually met people like they kind of met people as they first started homeschooling. So with my older siblings, they were kind of newly meeting people. We didn't just have the community. Okay, so they kind of decided to homeschool. And then as they were getting more involved in like homeschooling and that, I guess, lifestyle, they interacted with more homeschoolers and discovered this community that was thriving. Did you feel like homeschooling was your choice and that at any moment you could have gone to public school or what was that approach as a family? It was kind of just all my siblings were doing it. So I just kind of followed into it. I mean, I think if I even would have brought up to my mom that I wanted to go to public school, she would be like, oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> she, okay. she experienced it. But I never really, I think I might have went through a phase like 13 or 14 where I said, oh, I wish I could go. There's not really many that I haven't known that have, hasn't said it at some point. Yeah, Because, you know, you just kind of, you haven't experienced it. So you're like, oh, I wonder what it's like for somebody that's never been anyways. Okay, so you were pretty comfortable and pretty, I guess, you felt okay with homeschooling. There weren't, you know, you may have had your phase, but overall, it just felt right for you. Yeah, yeah, I loved it for sure. Okay, so let's get into that. What what were the aspects that you really loved about homeschooling? Why did you enjoy it so much? I really loved that I could learn what I wanted to learn. Like, we weren't really forced to, like, there were things we had to learn that we didn't really particularly want to learn. Because that, you know, that's just life. But I really enjoyed being able to get school done in an effective time and then have the rest of the day to play, you know, and be outside with my siblings and all that. I've been researching a lot about school in general and kind of like public schools and public system. And I've been putting some videos up on my Instagram page, but I've just been finding over and over that there doesn't seem to be a strong reason for kids to be in school for eight hours. That seems insane to me. That is so long. And I remember I went, I had very kind of like a hodgepodge hybrid education. I didn't need all that time in school. And then sometimes kids are sent home with homework. They have all that time in school. They come home and they have to do more school. And in homeschool, I just didn't have that. You could really crank through fascinating, interesting material. And then you just had like your life and it was yours. And I do remember yeah. that from school. Yeah. And I think the my favorite part of homeschooling going along with that is that we weren't really told to follow a certain pattern, but that we could create our own and do what we love. Okay. So th- was there no, I guess my question is, what philosophies informed your family's homeschooling? Was it, as you said, just kind of like learn about the world or was there a philosophy that guided everything? Like, you mean curriculum? 
Yeah, curriculum or like there, some people really love Montessori or Waldorf, or I did a TJ ed philosophy that kind of guided my parents through our homeschooling. Did you have something like that or? Yeah, yeah. So we were under a, I don't exactly remember what it's called, but we were under a homeschool thing that graduated us called The Way Home, if that's what you're referring to. (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah. And, And this group, they would graduate you from homeschool. Yes. And, and I'm assuming that they had like requirements. You had to do so much math, so much English and kind of demonstrate yes. that knowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you graduated from homeschool through the Way Home group. And were there any things that you regret about your homeschooling or that you wish had been different? Any kind of things that come up there? Honestly, not really. I know, you know, there were things sometimes that I didn't really like that my parents chose to do. But I realized that they were learning as well as I was learning. So we were kind of just like learning on the way what worked and what didn't work. Did you feel involved in that process? As a kid, you're kind of stuck right in the middle of your family. (laughs) And I I am too. I'm the seventh of 10. And so you kind of get swept up in just the momentum of everyone doing things. So you're one of 10. Correct. Yeah, I'm one of 10. And wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I mean, big families homeschooling blows my mind. I, yeah. just, I don't know how our parents did it. I just, I know, parents are still you know, doing it. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. My, my mom, she, she just felt for a long time, like there was just something not right about the way her kids were learning. This was like late eighties. And, and she just kept feeling like there's just something I need to do different with the kids. And I think through her sister, she heard about homeschooling. She was like, no way. There's no way I'm doing that. Like every yeah. homeschooler <laughs> she knew was weird. She's like, those are the weird people. I'm not weird. And my mom loved school. She's a brilliant woman. She did very well in school. And so she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And then it just kept like coming back to her. And then I think my dad... I just talked to my mom about this story, actually. My dad came home from like a church meeting and was like, Michelle, I think, I think we need a homeschool. And I guess she just broke down <laughs> crying and was like, no, <laughs> she'd been fighting it for so long. Um, yeah, poor woman, right? She's got wow. I think, six kids at home. She's pregnant. And like, I, I just feel like wow. the world would come crashing down on you. Yeah. yeah, they went for it. And I just think in those days, it was such a, a gamble. There were not examples yeah. of homeschoolers that there mm-hmm. still aren't, Mary. Like, I mean, maybe in your community, I think you may have lucked out because you were growing up in a community where there were strong examples of homeschoolers that were doing okay. I don't know. Is that how it was for you? Did you feel like you had community examples of what life looked like after homeschool? Yeah, I definitely did. I mean, there wasn't just like a ton of us, but they, you know, they lived within like 20 30 minutes from our house. So there were several families that we were around that did it. So yeah, it definitely helps. We ended up homeschooling with my cousins and then two other families, but I felt like that was it. Like as far as I knew as a kid, we were the only homeschoolers in the whole world. You know, it was just like, I don't know. It was just like, we were the only ones doing this and it was so weird. And, and people would ask questions like, what grade are you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, right oh I hated that question because I always forgot what grade I was in and so it just made us look like wow you guys are definitely homeschooled just because we didn't know what grade we were in (laughs) right like you're so backwards what are you doing with your life and I do have to admit when I think of my childhood because I went to kindergarten and third grade and I have like very distinct markers for those years 
But the rest, I'm like, what was I doing when I was 10? I have no idea. I have no, I was just playing and reading a lot and doing random like science projects and math. But the rest of it, I'm like, I don't know. I was just like running around. (laughs) That's all I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a funny one I get. And I remember getting like being asked what grade you're in, even for my grandparents. I never knew what to say because I had no idea, but it was very clear that it was something I should have known. I can definitely relate to that. There were so many times that I would just be like, oh, wait, mom, what grade am I in again? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just (laughs) trying to find your place in growing up. And that was one way I think people found their place. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't you share a little bit about how you met your husband? You met your husband through homeschooling. And I I don't want to give too many spoilers because we're going to try and get him on the (laughs) show as well. But how old were you and where did you meet him? And and I think it was through homeschooling. So I'm very curious. Yeah. So that's actually, that's a funny question because, you know, so many times people are like, wait, how do you even meet people? Because you're homeschooled. (laughs) But so Rocky's grandmother has a ministry. And there was this summer that... And and Rocky's your husband. Yes, Rocky's my husband. Okay. And so my mom wanted me to go serve in this ministry. And I was looking at her like, mom, you are crazy. I'm never (laughs) going to do something like that. No. (laughs) So, and you know, like girls that were signing up to do it were voluntarily wanting to go. They were like Mm. waiting forever for their spot. And so my mom just put me on the list, you know. Of course, I was so upset about it. I was like, why would you do this to me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and she accepts me and she doesn't usually accept 16 year olds on top of that, but she put me ahead of several people and let me come. So God definitely worked that out. It was just a miracle. <laughs> so I went for the whole summer and I met Rocky whenever he got back from a trip with his family and we hit it off instantly. Is this like, Bible camp help help navigate or like contextualize this for me ministry what exactly was this it was it was like the full summer yeah so I actually lived with his grandparents for the summer and basically we were like her helpers for her ministry that she created and it's basically a ministry to help encourage mothers actually encourage mothers to just like in motherhood yeah in motherhood yeah okay so you are 16 your mom pushes you into applying for this summer long ministry program. You get accepted and you go out and you just encourage mothers in their role as a mother. Yes. And it's funny because, you know, at first I didn't want to go because I had never been away from my family for a long time. I mean, the most I'd been away was like five days when I went to church camp. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Fair enough. It was just a shock to be thinking, wow, I'm going to be gone for two months for my family. So I was sad you're missing them. But after a week of being there, I had the best time of my life and met so many amazing people. And I was so thankful that they sent me. And then that is where you met Rocky. Yes. Okay. And you two hit it off that summer. And was it just like off to the races from then on? Yeah, pretty much. So I think we, it was like two or three weeks of us kind of like, you know, talking back and forth and kind of figuring things out and then he talked to my dad and then we became official and we've been together since so it's like a it's like a homeschooler's dream like romance story I feel like you meet someone (laughs) I should write a book about it (laughs) you should I feel like a lot of you know like what is that um 
Soup for Teenagers book series. You know what I'm talking about, right? Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul or something. Am I, I am think, I alone on I think this? I know. I think I know what you're okay. talking about. <laughs> I mean, we were both homeschooled, so I know my public school friends were reading this stuff. But I just feel like teens might eat that up, you know, like yeah. a homeschool love story. <laughs> so, um, that would be funny. Yeah, I think that's that's really great. So, yeah, I I just think it's exciting. Did you feel like you were lacking socially at all, or you had so much socialization as a homeschooled kid? I, I can't imagine it, it would have been too bad. No, yeah, definitely not. And, you know, as I got older, I started spending more time with friends and kind of just like venturing out, making new friends. Mm. But when I was younger, I mostly hung out with my siblings, my younger brother. We were best friends. And I kind of like you were talking about, you remember as a younger kid just running around. That's what I remember with my younger brother, Dylan. So, (laughs) so many memories, getting in trouble all the time. And yes, I just I I really felt like I learned from the world. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe not in like, like a religious the world sense, but just being outside and being in nature, you're constantly learning. And then I got very curious about what all this stuff meant that I was seeing and and experiencing. And so I was just, I just loved that part of childhood. It was really fun. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I'm so glad my childhood memories are not in a classroom. Like, I'm really glad they're outside playing with my siblings. And because that's the main things I remember. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, even when I think back on my parents, their approach was they wanted us to have friends. So everyone went to kindergarten. That was a given. But then, you know, I was a very shy kid. I was very reserved. I had a lot of like self-esteem issues. And so when, when I was in third grade, or in that age, they're like, we think Mike needs to like kind of get out there a little bit more. And so they put me in third grade and I loved it. And it was really good for me, but I'm reflecting on that time. And even the times when I was outside during recess, there are, it's like, it is crazy how alone you can feel surrounded by kids, like people your age. And I just felt very isolated. I think it was good for me, but I'm just reflecting on, even in public school, the moments that I had outside, like exploring, I just felt like off, you know, like I, I wasn't able to really have fun because there's so much like social interaction and pressure in that way. Like belonging to a group is so important at that age when you're in school. But when I was at home, I didn't yeah. feel that anymore. And I just felt very freed up. I'm trying to compete socially, I think. And now I'm yeah. fine. But I really felt that as a kid. Okay, listeners, a quick word about Audible. As much as I still love reading a physical book, sometimes I just don't have time to sit down and read. That's where Audible comes in for me. I've recently listened to incredible audiobooks like The Power of Habit, The Last Green Valley, and even Harry Potter in Spanish. To get a free 30-day trial of Audible exclusively through the Homeschool Dropout, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the homeschool dropout. That's audibletrial.com forward slash the homeschool dropout. Why don't you share what you're working on now? You've kind of moved into adulthood. What interests you now? What are you working on and what are your ambitions? So right now, I'm currently a stay-at-home wife. I kind of just like take care of our house and spend time with my husband and do all the, all the things. But my future goals, I plan on becoming a holistic nutritionist and a fitness trainer. I'd like to become certified in both of those and then further pursue that. For listeners, for context, I stumbled on Mary's page because she makes some like incredibly self-aware and pointed homeschooling content. <laughs> but I think it's <laughs> hilarious. I, I think your first one, I mean, you and your husband are both dressed up as as almost like 
pioneers, you know, <laughs> and your husband has like a split part in his hair um, and just kind of like poking at the stereotypical homeschooling stigmas, but it's in such an aware and kind of like you're owning the whole stereotype that I think it, it really diminishes that power. They're like, hey, I was homeschooled and I, I'm obviously aware that this is how we're viewed. And so we'll have fun with it a little bit. I think it's hilarious. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, there's actually a lot of public school people that enjoyed it. It was really funny how many public school people were commenting. <laughs> and it just, it was entertaining, honestly, to see how many different people were commenting. And Yeah. No, I, what's interesting about that, too, is through this show and on my Instagram page, there's actually a lot of public schoolers that I think are very curious about homeschooling and it's giving them a window. And then as well, I've had some friends express that they kind of wish that they had been homeschooled, seeing how it went for us. And it doesn't go like that for everyone. I know homeschooling is not a uniform experience, but to see what their childhood could have been, I think makes them, it gives them some nostalgia and almost loss, you know, that they didn't get to have that childhood. Yeah, definitely. So do you plan on homeschooling your own children if you are planning on having children? No, no. Yeah, we're definitely planning on having kids. Okay, okay. I just want to assume. Um, yeah, no. I love babies. I love my <laughs> niece and nephew more than anything in the world. And every time I'm around them, I'm like, we should have a baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely plan on homeschooling my kids. After my own experience and researching into the system and just kind of seeing the difference in like people's mindsets even when they get older I definitely want to give my kids the experience of homeschooling I can definitely align with that I'm reading a book right now it's called man and his symbols it's by Carl Jung he was good friends with Freud and they kind of developed like modern psychology together but mm -hmm. Carl Jung's whole approach was that you can't live a harmonious life unless you fully understand yourself as an individual and so he did a lot of like dream psychology and and the subconscious and the the unconscious and connecting with all of that but it really comes down to a process he calls individuation and what's been interesting as i'm reading this i'm thinking of homeschool because i just think it allows you to really be your own person you are a full individual if you're able to go through homeschooling and like connect with yourself i went to public school i am very familiar with that system I do feel like you kind of lose your sense of self. You just become another kid in another class doing another thing. And everyone's kind of the same. And I, I found that homeschoolers, it really is a lifestyle. You see the world differently. You approach the world differently. And you bring your own approach to the world. And I just, I guess I, I love that. I really cherish yeah. homeschooling made me my own person. Mm -hmm. It definitely teaches you how to think outside of the box I guess it's like my mom has always called it like a free thinker I love being a free thinker it is awesome it's because you know like from the people I've talked to and people that are in school they always ask like oh what are you going to be in college you know or whenever I tell them oh I'm not going to go to college they look at me like an I'm an absolute crazy person <laughs> like oh you're not going to be educated what are you going to do with your life right. I'm like um I mean, there's other things to do besides go to college. I feel like college is even kind of like a box of like giving you only like certain options, like you can do this. But being an entrepreneur, it's never ending, you know? A hundred percent. And we've 
completely conflated education with school. Those are not the mm-hmm. same things. And I think oh, listeners should go back and listen to, I think, episode four with Sarah Patterson, where similarly she was homeschooled and she was looking at college and she said, I just don't think this is for me. She started a farm and it is just thriving. And she's got this beautiful farm in central Utah. So very similar. I think it's so single-minded to think that the only way to be successful and the only way to have an education is to go to higher education in colleges. Mm-hmm. I, it feels like a Ponzi scheme to me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, I don't know. I loved college, but it was my path. And that's what I chose. And it really is not for everyone. And there's so many valuable paths out there. That's so true. Yeah. Because like college is important for certain professions, like being a doctor and stuff like that. And we need doctors for certain professions. I completely understand. But college was being pressured like right after I got out of high school. Mm. A lot of people were asking me like, hey, what are you going to go to college for? And, you know, like I would always tell them, well, if I don't have a reason to go to college, I'm not going to go and just waste money. That's the most frustrating thing to me when people just go to college just to go and party and live Mm. up the dream and meet people. And oh, it's just, yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be said about that. I I know. I I don't want to like pigeonhole too much, but I feel like you and I could talk for a long time about that. It's just the assumption that the next thing you do is college, I think is again, we're missing out on life when we do that. If it yeah. is your path, do it. If it's not, do that other thing. I just, for, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting worked up a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I understand it. Like, college just shouldn't be pressured on everyone. No. It's for some people and the people that go for a certain thing that you can only do in college, go for it. But college should not be pressured on people to go just because, oh, to say, hey, I went to college. <laughs> and we need to let go of this, I guess, status that if you didn't go to college, you're not educated. That is so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Having done the whole thing, one of the biggest takeaways I have from getting a master's is I have no respect for people with master's now. I'm just like, this is not, if this is the cream of the crop, we are in a bad way. This is not good. I was just very disappointed in the caliber of students I studied with. So you went to college. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a four-year university. I got a degree in chemical engineering. And then wow. this, this past year, I finished my master's in mechanical engineering. But it's what I wanted, you know? It was, yeah, that's awesome, though. Yeah, I, and and I, I like school a lot. And a lot of it's just because I like intense learning environments. And school provides that. Um, I could tell you story after story of how <laughs> the bureaucracy, the red tape, the, like the pandering. And of course, I had excellent professors. And of course, I studied with remarkable people. But by and large, I was not impressed. I am far more impressed with the genius that I see in homeschoolers consistently. I just maybe I have such an intense bias. I am so blown away by homeschoolers right and left. And I do not feel that from my peers that have master's degrees. What is going, the world is upside down. Something's wrong. So yeah, I could just, (laughs) I could soapbox for a long time on that. No, I completely agree. It's crazy. (laughs) I I guess I commend your courage for setting your own path and like handling those questions over and over and over because it is your path and people need to relax a little bit. 
Okay, kind of wrapping up here a little bit. I've, I've kept you longer than I anticipated. What advice would you have to new homeschooling families? I think COVID has really shifted homeschooling. There's a lot of people with interest now. What would you say? What's your advice? My best advice would honestly be, and this advice also my mom has given me for whenever I start homeschooling, is to not continue trying to follow the system and not continue trying to keep up with all their curriculums and all the stuff they're doing because when you chose homeschooling, you chose to be different and you chose to do things differently. So you don't have to keep up with what the system pushes. Oh, I love what you said. When you choose homeschool, you choose to be different. You are truly different from people. And I absolutely agree. I think it's very hard for new families to let go of keeping up with the Joneses and, oh no, my nine-year-old can't read like that six-year-old. It just does not matter. No, it doesn't. And actually something about that. My parents said that they were really pressured to learn to read in public school, like at a certain age. And so my dad actually doesn't really love reading anymore because he was so pressured into it. And you know, now he doesn't really read that often because he just doesn't enjoy it. So my mom decided she wanted to just let us learn whenever we learn because some kids are going to be a little slower than others. So like I had a younger brother that learned like six years old and then another one that learned at like more nine you know so eventually they're gonna pick it up it's just that they're learning on their own more and she let them get their interest there and then once their interest was there they picked it up so quick i can really relate to that experience i I think especially if your family culture is about learning and if you as a parent are reading on your own Kids are curious. They're going to want to know what all those symbols mean and how to decipher mm-hmm. them. And, and reading is such a puzzle. And I think that's something that's very consistent with homeschoolers. We have saved our love of reading. I don't know homeschoolers that hate reading. We read to different levels, but. Yeah. So the funny, funny thing. I did not love reading, but recently I have started reading a popular book and I just I fell in love and I was like, wow, this is a whole new world. So I realized that maybe I just didn't read the right book, but I love reading now. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, it really <laughs> so, is. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm glad you stumbled upon it on your own time. Okay, Mary. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And for listeners, let's see here. You, you have you're a personality on the social media. So where can we send listeners? Because I want everyone to see your homeschool videos. Where's a good place I can send them on Instagram? Where are you? So on Instagram, I am Mary Beth Barrett. And then Barrett is with two R's and two T's. Okay. And then my husband and I both share a TikTok account and it's called The Barrett Fam. Okay, great. So your Instagram is Mary Beth Barrett, Barrett with two R's and two T's. And yes. your TikTok with the same spelling is the Barrett fam. Listeners should definitely go check that out. I have shared your video with all the homeschoolers I know. I just, <laughs> and you obviously have other really great content, but I don't know. I just feel, <laughs> it just, it cracks me up. Yeah, homeschool content, it's so fun to make. And it's really funny how we decided to start making the content but yeah we whenever we started doing it we realized oh wow this was actually a big hit people really enjoyed it we should make a series out of this and keep going so yeah keep going don't stop it's it's great stuff (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) okay mary well thank you so much and i hope you have 
great rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. You too.